<laughs> All right, so here we are, take two, season four, episode six, Dale's Oscar picks. I'd rather have luck than mine. I'll take a strong shot over stride. I'd prefer to confer with a half pint of ale than live a long life till my private parts fail. For life without liquor is to no avail. So bring me lugger for life. I'd rather have lugger than mine. Welcome to the Pint of No Return show. We have got some executive orders for you. I'm going to start writing and just uh, alienating every single country and, and brewery in the free world. How about that? Bam. That's your politics for the evening. Tonight, the boys discuss the passing of a, of a screen and TV legend. Uh, and we do our Oscar picks for the year. And picks that are sure to go wrong and fail. As well as our picks for the week that are sure to go right. But without further ado, here they are. As ill-timed as ever, Keith. Here they are, the hosts of the show, Keith, Jeremy, and Gary. Hi, boys. Hey, Rob. Hey there. That's a little, a little less uh, enthusiastic than I was hoping for a podcast. Hey, boys. Uh, hey, hey, Rob. Rob. Hey, all right. <laughs> well, here we are, season four, episode six. <laughs> I, I want to. First of all, I want to take this opportunity to apologize, not only to the to listeners, but to Gary and Jeremy. I'm really sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I asked for some music, some specific music in the pre-show, and uh, Keith, being always being the obliging soul that he is, uh, is giving me everything but. So thanks, Keith. All right. Yeah. So. Um, Tonight, so slight lag tonight on the on the soundboard. You think? <laughs> tonight we're Making getting timing a little rough. Dear Lord, shut up! Tonight we're going back to a familiar brewery, uh, the Oscar Blues Brewery. Uh, you may remember them as makers of Old Chub, and uh, we're going to be drinking Dale's Pale Ale during the show tonight. And remember. We're going to drink as we go and then give our ratings at the end so you can see how we really, truly evaluate beers. Uh, but but why? Why are we drinking Dale's Pale Ale tonight? Uh, that's a great can. Does anybody remember? Question. <laughs> because it's, we're doing our Oscar pick, and this is an Oscar Blues beer. That is a great answer. Unfortunately, it's not correct. No, this is a great answer. It's out of uh, wasn't that name? It's what's because the... go ahead. Dale's Pale Ale was just named the most popular craft brew in a can in America. Oh, really? Yep. I believe that. It outsells every every other. Well, can. There's no. Now, I think there's there's no account. There's a reason for that. Is because it's only ever come in a can. Oscar yeah. Blues and has I never got, put anything in a bottle. I got the big can. Oh, you're a good man. I, I couldn't find the listen, big can. I, uh, far be it for me. Stovepipe. Far be it for me to disparage anything uh, about a, 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 about a brewery in, in the state that which I currently reside. But um, I don't know if you've ever been to Austin. Uh, it's hardly in the mountains, uh, and this is. Oscar Blues is in uh, Colorado. Oh, well, mine's, mine's said it was canned in, in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Really? 
It might have been, but that's not where the brewery oh. is. Well, that's weird. Okay. Ah, uh, mine. Mine was uh, Longmont, Colorado. Oh, so we. Yeah, oh, that's where, that's where well, this will be interesting. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, I take it back then. This is a huge, voluminously yeah. hopped mother of a pale my, ale. My, yeah. Mine, uh, mine was brewed in North Carolina. So there you we go. We have a cross-country <laughs> beer. <laughs> this is how Oscar Blues is able to get stuff around the country. This will fresh. be fascinating to see how uh, they compare. Big All right. Full glass. Oh, All right. Sorry. As usual, Gary is ready, so we're going to hustle up and get these beers in there. I still have some left in the can. Sound effects. That is a head right there. I may have to drink it. That is beautiful. That is. I have it over my computer, which is a bad idea. What could go wrong? Always a good idea. All right. So, well, I may have to dive into this beer literally to get past his head. All right, ready? Gentlemen, are you ready? Yep. This is uh, Prost. Six and a half percent alcohol by volume, in case you're wondering at home. Mm, good stuff. That's a good beer. That's why I bought the big can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more beer. Does your, does your big can come in a four-pack or a six-pack? Six. Uh, I got it single. Six. In the store. I was asking they had, Gary I, they had six, Yeah, they had the six-pack of the 12-ounce cans, but I opted yeah. for the single large beer for tonight. The single large beer. Okay. I was able to buy mine at the local grocery store in the case. Awesome. Well, see, cool that, that's, that's nice. the advantage of being the most popular canned craft beer yeah, in America. Right. And yeah. canned in Austin, Texas. Alright, so um, I will tell you that uh, right off the bat, I, I'm, I'm quite enjoying this beer, even though it's a, on the hoppy uh, side. Uh, it's really not uh, offensive to my hoppy sensitiveness. We have to come up with a name for that um, at all. It's, it's pretty Rob's tasty. Wrongness. It's pretty tasty, and it blends quite well with the rest of the beer, so I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing the rest of it. It is a tasty beer. Yeah. It is a good beer. I'm happy to enjoy a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keith, your thoughts? What do you think, buddy? Uh, I like pale ales in general. Um, and a pale ale, uh, like it's, unlike its, uh, you know, it's a hoppier India pale ale cousin, is uh, is is a little more malt forward, and I really like. I think Dale's does a good job of bringing it, making it hoppy, but it's still malty. Um, it's definitely one, one of my favorite beers. Cool. I enjoy, I enjoy it not as often as I should because I always forget how much I like it. Oh. All right. Well, you'll hear more about this beer and our rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. I had I'll such switch. a nice little. <laughs> I had such a nice little segue. <laughs> You'll hear more about that beer and our ratings for it. Thank you. As we go. Uh, but now we go on to our topics for the week. Pint taken segment. And uh, we would be remiss if we did not mention uh, the passing of a legend. She uh, passed away yesterday as of this recording. Uh, Miss Mary Tyler Moore. I am a huge Mary Tyler Moore fan. Um, she was part of the two of the greatest sitcoms in history. Uh the Dick Van Dyke Show and the Mary Tyler Moore Show, and uh, 
also uh, through her running of MTM Enterprises, which was a production company, um, brought out a ton more um, great uh, TV hits. And uh, she was just a beloved, beloved screen star. So um, I want to say a big salute to Mary Tyler Moore. Thank you, Keith. I don't know what the, if the guys have any other thoughts on Mary Tyler Moore. I not sure if you were as big a fan of her as I was. I was surprised to hear she was alive <laughs> when she died. Oh. It's almost, it would almost better if he had said nothing at all. <laughs> I thought she was dead already. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard from her in so wow. long. I, I think I just assumed. Yeah, uh, our show no. is keeping it classy. <laughs> yeah, we, we we should just move on. Just, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Mary Tyler Moore and her loved ones. Yes, if you're listening to the show, uh, yeah, you know, his does not represent his name the is Keith. All the yeah, it's Keith Seifert at Wolfman K. If you want to tweet at him about his sensitivity <laughs> towards your towards your beloved's passing. All right, Oscar picks. Hey, every single year that we've been on the air, we have done our picks for the annual Academy Awards. This year is no different, except we're better organized. <laughs> I actually have put together a well, grid. That's really yeah. not wow. a jump. <laughs> I have put together a grid. I've put together a grid to record our picks so that we can come back after the show is over about, as as uh, Jeremy mentioned in the chat, about a month from now, yeah. and uh, see how we did. All right, gentlemen. You want you can make yes. you. Can, I'm gonna. You can actually do this any way you want. Sometimes I will say uh, should win and will win. Uh, I would like for you to pick what you think will win. But if you want to give a little editorial on on something that you think should win, uh, of course, feel free to do that. Okay. Don't we in the past haven't we done like we each pick what we pick and then we get like the consensus amongst us on what the winner will be? We could absolutely do that that way. I will add another column. PNR pick. Got it. All right. Because wasn't Keith? Keith, don't you like submit it to some kind of like contest or something? Uh, well, we have done that in the past. Uh, I haven't heard Heidner hair of that. Uh, contest happening anymore. I don't, if it does, then I will certainly submit our combined pick to it. Yeah, we're far enough the, out that it probably the, isn't out there the yet. The Frog Pants group normally does that, which is a lot of big part of Alpha Geek here. So uh, play along okay. at home, kids. And if that happens, then these picks will go there. Okay. The, the, the official PNR pick will go there. Yeah. As always, the the best picks that we do this year are the ones in which we have no hope of ever seeing them or knowing what they are. Yeah. <laughs> so just enjoy, sit back and enjoy. And uh, we'll try to go through these quick, because there are a lot of them. So we'll try to get through as best as we can. All right, gentlemen, I first give you writing. I'm going backwards from the least of the awards to, you know, the cult culmination. Writing for original screenplay. We have the nominees, Hell or High Water. La La Land, which took home 14 or yeah, 14 nominations. The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, and 20th Century Woman. Keith, I say you, what will win the Oscar for original screenplay? 
Well, I think the original screenplay that actually moved me the most, and not <laughs> not only did it move me, but I mean, it, it really kind of changed my life on a fundamental level. Yeah, uh, would have would be Hell or High Water. Um, that being said, I'm pretty sure La La Land will win. <laughs> Jeremy, uh, La La Land. I'll go Jerry. ahead and pick the only one I've seen. Uh. I have actually seen Hell or High Water and La La Land. Oh. Um, and, and Hell or High Water is a good movie, and it deserves this Oscar nod. But uh, Manchester by the Sea is going to win this one. Uh, wow. that I thought for sure I was going to be on an island for this one. Um, I always like to, to delve into the politics of the Oscars a little bit. And there's no question that La La Land is going to win a lot of Oscars, but sometimes they like to give it to other movies just to give them something. So I agree with, with Gary. It's going to be Manchester by the Sea. We have a tie. Ooh, we're split. Want to flip a coin? Yep. We have a tiebreaker. Ask Siri. Somebody ask Siri to flip a coin. Flip a pound. It's, I got a pound. All right, good. Do it. Here. All right, so heads is uh, Hell or High Water, tails is Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, there's actually... There's actually a head. Let's do it. No, we didn't pick and Hell or High Water. We picked La La Land. Oh, sorry. La La Land. Sorry. My apologies. La La Land is head. <laughs> it's heads. All right. Damn La La Land gets the nod. That was a bad flip. I'm doing <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Now we move on. Writing for adapted screenplay. This is an existing uh, screenplay that's been adapted for the screen or book, I mean. The nominees are Arrival. Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. In the interest of keeping it loose, we'll go in reverse order this time. I think uh, always the political award season, that's going to be Hidden Figures. Uh, Gary? Uh, we are on what best, not original screenplay, adapted but best screenplay. Adapted. Oh. That's a tough one. This is a good group of movies, and uh, I've seen three of them. Uh, what I want to win is Lion, because mm -hmm. that was really good, but I think it's going to actually go to Hidden Figures. Oh, Gary and I are in sync so far. Mm. All right, Jeremy. I'd, I don't know any of those movies, so I'm going to go with the one I've seen, which is Arrival. I want to see that really badly. You haven't seen it yet? Not yet. I really want to. I just have not gotten to the movies recently. Keith, your pick. Well, I am just been a huge, huge, huge Bruce Willis fan for the longest time. And I think his uh, his work in Moonlighting no, no, is Keith, really going to carry over. Keith, to... Keith. <laughs> yes? Keith, Keith. What, it's, what, Rob? The, the name of the show is Moonlight. Oh, it isn't. It isn't no, just the movie version of that great. No, it's actually. Show. It's actually about about gangs and violence and drugs and. Oh yeah, not so not not moonlighting. Um, then I'm going to go with Arrival. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we have another tie. <laughs> Gary, would you flip the coin? Oh. Heads is Arrival. Tails is Hidden Figures. All right, and I got a I got a two pound coin this time, so it'll flip better. Sounds good. A pound on each uh, heads. Oh, yeah, it was with Keith heads. and Jeremy again. All right, the, the Vegas odds are on a uh, moonlight to win oh, that one. All right, yeah, interesting. By 
by a bit. Okay, so on this one, maybe we've some of us have seen more of these films. We have visual effects. The nominees are Deepwater Horizon, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, Kubo and the Two Strings, and Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Let's start with Jeremy. Man, I, I haven't seen any. Well, I saw Rogue One. I, I wonder. If, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Rogue One. Very good. Uh, Keith. Uh, this is a tough group to pick out visual effects. Uh, but I'm going to yeah. go with what I think is the more obscure one in the list and go with Kubo in the two strings because I've heard right. nothing but amazing things from anybody who's ever seen that. Very good. I have yet to see it myself, but I want to. Um, I've seen a couple of these films. I actually think that the visual effects in Doctor Strange were unbelievable and are really going to define uh, where special effects go, especially in live action films. So I'm going to choose Doctor Strange. Gary. Uh, I want Doctor Strange to win because I agree with Rob. Uh, having seen that one and Rogue One, uh, Doctor yeah, Rogue One was the Star Wars movie. It was awesome, but it, come on, we've seen that before. Yeah, we've seen it before. Um, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, I'm going to go with the odds on this one, uh, which which say the Jungle Book, um, which I haven't seen, but the trailers, if you think about the things that they're doing in the trailers with the mix of animated creatures and, uh, you know, like photorealistic animated creatures, um, I, I think that's going to be um, the winner. I'm gonna go with so the we've got a four-way tie. How do we break this one? <laughs> you just go with Keith because he has the most uh, wisdom in this area. I have a D4 here. <laughs> <laughs> we could go with a random number generator. Yeah. Let's see. Siri, give me a number from one to four. Siri. Siri, give me a number one to four. Oh, you little bastard. Give me a number from one to four. Uh, random number generator says two. All right. Thank you. Let's do it. The answer is one. <laughs> Too late. Doctor Strange, I get a vote. Yay. All right. Moving on. Sound mixing. The other side of the effects coin. Arrival. Hacksaw Ridge. La La Land. Rogue One. And 13 Hours. All right. This time we'll start with Gary. Ah, my browser's slow. Uh, this is an interesting one because I thought that um, Arrival had really good sound mm -hmm. and Rogue One had good sound. But again, Rogue One is kind of, we've been there, done that before. Uh, I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge um, and I haven't seen 13 Hours. But I, I think this is going to go to La La Land because we haven't picked it yet for a winner in the categories. And it's got to win at least like... Ten, 10 Oscars. You picked it for the winner of the first category. <laughs> that doesn't count, though, okay. because I wasn't paying Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so La La Land. Wow. Keith, Keith, what say you? Well, you know, as a as a, uh, a professional sound editor myself... Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, you're, you know, you're awesome, dude. I think... Uh, <laughs> I'm a sucker for Lord, the sound me. of a saw. So I gotta He's go really good at sound. He's really good at sound balance. If you can, that's a good 
<laughs> the mixing sounds really good. <laughs> All right. Hacksaw Ridge, I think Hacksaw he bet. Hacksaw Ridge is my blind pick ah! I have seen. I will go third, and uh, I always, like, again, the politics of it, this is going to be an award that they give to Hacksaw Ridge because of Mel Gibson. So they, I'm going to give to Hacksaw as well. Wow. Smart man. Jeremy. Um, so I've seen three of these movies. The sound in Rogue One was irritating. It, um, the mix of the music overpowered the dialogue in some places. Um, no, no, that's Arrival. good sound mixing. No, yes, so that's yeah, key. That's, that's, that's a PNR show mixing right there. Yeah, right. Um, Irritating. Arrival, that's what we are. Arrival wasn't about the sound to me, and I'm, I'm going to say La La Land because it was all about the music. All right, another tie. The sound. Yeah, another that tie. Coin. Flip that coin there. Uh, ten pence this time. Uh, okay, so heads is hacksaw, tails La La Land. La La Land. All right. By the way, what bizarro world do we live in where uh, Jeremy has seen more of these films than we have? I know. I what know. is with that this year? <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord, man. This is a strange season. I somebody All right. I saw the house. Continuing the sound theme, we have sound editing. Once again, Arrival. Uh, this time, Deep no, Water. Didn't we just do that? That was sound was mixing editing? we just no. did. Now we're doing oh, sound you're right. editing. Mixing and editing is different. Yeah. Okay. Arrival, Deepwater Horizon. Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, and an entry for Sully. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one, and I think that... I actually think they're probably going to give this one to... Well, they always like to double up. I'm going to say... I'll, uh, whatever. I'll say La La Land. Uh, Gary. I am uh, not going to go with La La Land because... To me, sound editing is about more of the creative stuff they come up with in the movie. Um, and that's also why I'm not going with Hacksaw Ridge, because it's a war movie, and we've, we've seen a lot of war movies in the past mm -hmm. that had some pretty amazing sound in them. Okay. Um, although I, I you know, I can see why it would get the, the mixing award as opposed to the editing award. So I'm going to go with Arrival, because they did some interesting things there in that movie that um, you know, anytime you have aliens in a thought-provoking movie, it's always good for sound. So. All right. Um, so I'm going to go with Arrival. Okay. Jeremy? That's a tough one between Arrival and La La Land. Um, <clears throat> I think I'll go with Arrival just to be different from my last couple picks. Interesting. And Keith? Uh, yeah. Editing. As hmm. a professional. Something we should, we should actively engage in. <laughs> yeah, something, something I should probably do more of. But <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Hacksaw Ridge again. Hacksaw Ridge. All right. That's yeah. one of our Which first. that music was not from. <laughs> one of our first categories. We don't have to make a decision. Uh, Arrival is the official PNR show choice. Hacksaw Ridge is the Vegas odds to win that. Interesting. Oh, yeah. You know what? That would be good. Keep us updated on those as we go through each category, okay. if if they have them. Uh, because now we're getting into the ones where we are experts on live action short film. The nominees are Olami Interieur, La Femme et le TGV, Silent Nights, Sing, and Time Code. I'm going to go to the foremost expert of experts. Uh, Keith, what's your choice for live-action short film? 
Well, looking over this list, the first two are eliminated because I can't pronounce them. So I'm <laughs> going to have to end up going with my favorite of the Christmas carols, The Silent Nights. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to pick up my favorite of the Christmas carols, uh, Time Code. <laughs> oh, really? I don't yeah. know that one. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the Vegas odds at time code. Oh, no fair. You them for your picks. Jeremy. I'm going with uh, La Femme et la TGV because it's subtitled and it's French and fast trains are awesome. All right. Time code then gets our official choice. Animated short film, Blind Vesha, Borrowed Time. Pear Cider and Cigarettes, Pearl, and Piper. I guarantee you that the Oscar winner for this category will start with either a B or a P. <laughs> Jeremy, what's your choice? Pear Cider and Cigarettes. Okay. Keith. Well, I'm just a big fan of Orange is the New Black, so I'm, I'm going to go with Piper. Why is that? Ooh. Why is that orange is the new black? That's, it's the lead character's the character. name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't watch that show. Apparently not. Gary. Uh, this is a tough one. This is really challenging because all of these movies had such interesting and amazing qualities that made them unique and Oscar worthy. Um, so I'll have to go with pear, cider, and cigarettes. Only because I'm going to assume the pear cider is alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, never... I almost uh, picked that for the same reason. <laughs> never underestimate with Hollywood the power of a hip title. I also will yeah. choose pear, cider, and cigarettes. Also, the trailer looks uh, really good. Va va uh, pear, cider, and cigarettes is Damn a it. long shot. All right. It's a tie... Okay. Okay, well, so now back to some movies we may know. Production design, how the film looks on screen. The nominees are Arrival, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Hail Caesar, La La Land, and Passengers. Keith, your choice for production design. Uh, I think this is going to be the nod to the Harry Potter series, and they're going to go with Fantastic Beasts. Okay, very good. Jeremy? La La Land. That was a beautiful movie. And the way they, they shot that on location and got those the sunsets were real in the background. That was, that was okay. gorgeous. Uh, Mr. Gary? Uh, this may be the only category that I have actually seen every one of these movies. Wow. Which one is um, Passengers, by the way? I don't remember that one. It's uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, uh, okay. Pratt. Yeah, yeah, the, the space one. I wanted to see that one, too. Yeah. That had good, good that that had good pro production design, um, but it was kind of like typical space. Yeah. Um, with, you know, a couple of nice little things thrown in, so I, that can't win. That's that's not that's the long shot by Vegas standards. Um, Hail Caesar actually, all of these had good ones. I saw Arrival, Hail Caesar. Yeah. Yeah, Arrival to me is 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 not a very strong one for production design. Um, I'm going to agree with Jeremy on this one, and it La La Land is going to take this. Okay. But I would like Fantastic Beasts to win because that, that actually had really good programs okay. as well. 
I uh, I've actually seen two of these, um, Hail Caesar and Fantastic Beasts. Uh, however, everything that I have read says that La La Land is a quote-unquote perfectly shot movie. Just everything that uh, its appearance is just perfect. So yeah, Hollywood would say that with a movie about them, and yeah, and well, exactly. Movie. They're going to say everything about them. <laughs> I have the political choice going with so. me too, so I'm going to choose La La Land for this one too. That is our team pick. All right, so now we move on to some music. Original song. We had the nominees from La La Land audition, "The Fools Who Dream," from Trolls, "Can't Stop the Feeling." From La La Land, City of Stars. From the Jim, uh, the James Foley story, The Empty Chair. And Moana's How Far I'll Go. Gary, what's your choice for this one? Uh, I picked this one the second I walked out of the movie theater and said to my family, City of Stars is going to win the Oscar for Best Song. Yep. Okay. I heard Jeremy say, yep, so I'm assuming that's your choice as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a sticky song. Yeah, that's the song I hear just nonstop. So I'm going to pick that one as well, Keith. Uh, not only will City of Stars be the pick, but for bonus points, um, it'll also be performed at the Oscars. Hey, no fair. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think all, you, know, you know what? I say all of them will be performed. <laughs> hey, that's our first unanimous audition. Choice. Yeah, I, I must say audition. Um, as in the movie, to me, that was like the most powerful part of the movie was this, was that particular song, um, which, and it, it truly deserves the nod, but it won't win. Which one was audition? Is that the beginning? That's, no, that's at the end when she's auditioning for the big role. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we have music original score. The nominees, Jackie, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and passengers. So we just go ahead and make this our second unanimous pick. Sure. No. No. <laughs> I'm, Any, I'm picking line. Did anyone say think the La La Land won't get it? Yes. Oh, Keith. I, all right, go ahead. What's your point? What's your pick? Yeah, I, I think I think the the lungs of Sybil Shepherd are way underestimated. So I'm no, gonna no, go no. with Keith, Keith, Moonlight Keith, again. Keith, 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 Keith. It's, it's, it's not moonlighting. Oh, and it's not the Wesley Snipes movie either. That's Passenger Fifty Seven. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, no, no, no. Probably a La La Land. L A Land. Are you going to say L A Land? I think that'll be it. Okay. I'm, I'm picking Lion. Oh, are that's, you really? That's my choice. Yeah. Really? I saw that movie and the um the soundtrack. The score was was. Perfect for that movie. Okay. I mean, it was, yeah. okay. Very good. <clears throat> All right. Makeup and hairstyling. Only three nominees here. A man called Ove or Ove. Star Trek Beyond and Suicide Squad. I'd like to begin on this one with just a personal note in saying that Suicide Squad may be one of the worst films I have ever seen. It yes, is a the makeup and hair, Star hairstyling was really good. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, I'm going to choose Star Trek Beyond. I thought that the uh, makeup and uh, the hair in that movie were, were really good, especially on the aliens were awesome. Uh, Jeremy? I don't understand what a man called Ove is doing in there. Is that... Don't know. It's hmm. there. It was, I'm, I'm going to say Star Trek, too. because Ove know, must have had some bitchin' makeup. Though, aliens so. and stuff. Keith? 
Um, I think there's no way in hell that either a comic book movie or a Star Trek movie are going to get anywhere near the Oscars. So uh, I think you should be happy they were nominated, and I'm going to pick A Man Called Ove. Okay. Gary. Uh, yeah, I think Keith's probably right, but I'm picking Star Trek just because that was a bitchin' movie. It was really good. <laughs> Although, you know, I could see Ove winning for hairstyling. Not makeup, though. It's just it, they look normal. Anyway, you know what, Star, Star, Star Trek Beyond that's proved the, the impression of a good makeup artist is the fact that they look normal. All right, whatever. Star Trek Beyond <laughs> really felt like a like a episode of a TV show, and it just proved to me that that Star Trek belongs on television, really, not as much in the movies. But it was still fun. You no, know, it was no. I loved it. I thought it was a great mil. I thought it was a great movie. I bought that for myself for Christmas. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Good for you. All right, foreign language film. The nominees are Land of Mine, A Man Called Ove, The Salesman, Tana, and Tony Erdman. Keith, what's your choice for foreign language film? God, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just have to pick. Generator says. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to have to pick uh, uh, A Man Called Ove, Ove, and Ove again. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. And only six and a half percent. Yeah. Jeremy. A uh, man called Ove. Gary. Uh, uh, I'm going with the Vegas odds and Tony Erdman. <laughs> uh, I'm going to choose the salesman just because it sounds so much like uh, what should we call it? Death of a salesman. So. But that means that our staff pick is A Man Called Ove. All right. Moving on. Film editing. How we edit that film? Back to the editing. Arrival. Hacksaw Ridge. Hell or High Water. La La Land. And the... Not Moonlighting, Keith. Moonlight. Gary, you pick first. Uh... This has got to be La La Land, um, just because of the way they did the. I don't know. It, it's got to be La La Land. Yeah, it was. It was done really well. The editing. You didn't. You had to like actually think about the editing when you were in the movies. And I actually was like, I was watching the movie because I wasn't that into the story. I was. I was looking more of the, the other things. And there were a lot of like <laughs> single shots that went for a really long time. And um. I noticed that they, the way they put this movie together was part of the reason the story works so well. So that's why I'm going to choose it. All right. Uh, this is an award that they like to give to war movies for whatever reason. Because, I mean, they, they are very hard to shoot and piece together to make battles look authentic and like there's some kind of progression. So I'm actually going to say it's, it's going to go to Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, Keith, your choice. You know, if there's anybody that knows film editing, it's got to be Alice Beasley and Curtis Armstrong, who really carried Moonlighting through the later seasons. Keith, Keith. and uh, Keith. I think really Keith. it's about time Keith. that Keith. the uh, Oscars. Keith. 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 You will not play me off, sir. No, <laughs> but watch it before you end up in the in memoriam section. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with La La Land if I can't pick Moonlighting. Okay, <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah, it's La La Land. It, right. It, Gary's right about the way that movie flowed. 
La La Land gets the, gets the nod. Documentary, short subject. The nominees are Extremis, 4.1 Miles, Joe's Violin, Watani, My Homeland, and The White Helmets. Gary, you are first up. Uh, knowing absolutely nothing about these movies... Um, that's a tough. That's a tough choice. But um, four point one miles. Uh, why would you pick that number for anything? Um, I don't know. Extremis. That sounds good. Okay. Extremis. Keith. Um, just a question. Uh, the white helmets. Is is that about stormtroopers? Uh, it's a. No, I can only assume it is. It's behind the scenes of Spaceballs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then that's got to be my pick. Okay. <laughs> All right, White Helmets. Uh, it's actually, and it's not a porn movie. Um, <laughs> no, then they would be uh, Black Helmets. I'm going. I'm going simply by a, simply by title, and I'm going to pick Joe's Violin. Yep. No, I I, I need to change mine okay. because the um the White Helmets is um about Syria. So uh, that, that, oh wait 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 Oscar. wait wait what are the other ones about do you have that? that because I was hoping oh. it was about stormtroopers, <laughs> but you know Oscars with their social awareness suck. That, that the Syria movie is going to. These all seem very socially aware. It looks like four point one miles is about um, refugees crossing an ocean or that's, something. Yeah, that's what documented short subjects are about. So these are all going to be very. Jeremy, what do you what do you politicalish? I I like violins. I'm going Joe's violin. Woohoo! What Joe's violin's about? A donated musical instrument for for. Oh, look at Jeremy! We got the winner. Check it out in the award-winning short subject. Oh, uh, Holocaust Joe's, survivor! A, a Holocaust survivor and the uh, yeah. bonding over his violin. Boom! Changing the life of a school schoolgirl from the nation's poorest congressional that's district. Right. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's winner, it. winner. All right, gentlemen, we have a tie though. Uh, Joe's Ooh, violin oh. and uh, white helmet. Flip that coin. Heads is the white helmet. Uh, Syrian stormtroopers for the win. UK pin. Uh, heads. Wow, it's heads every time. I gotta start making my choice heads, whatever I do. All oh, right. Wait a second. These are British coins. Are there heads on both sides? Oh, wait a minute. It's on Have the wrong. Looked? No. They're driving. No. They're flipping <laughs> no. on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, uh, see, that's a tail. Yeah. Thank that. you. All right. Next up, we've got documentary feature. Fire at Sea, and I'm going to say this next title. It's not me. It's the name of the movie. I am not your Negro. You are not. No, no. you're not. It's so true. Life Animated, OJ, Made in America, and 13th. I've actually seen OJ, Made in America, and I want to tell you, it's a freaking awesome movie. It discusses how... Um, the racial culture that came out of the uh, Rodney King riots basically created the entire hysteria surrounding the OJ trial and how it literally shaped our culture in the 1990s. It's a fascinating movie. That's going to get my that's my choice for uh, best documentary. Keith. Ah, uh, well, until you described OJ Made in America, I was going to put that with some vodka and make a screwdriver and pick that. No. <laughs> but 
just for the, the fact that uh, they're so conscious after last year's uh, anti-black not, uh, Oscars, I think uh, I'm going to go with I Am Not Your Negro. Okay. That's how they're going to make up for it. Uh, it's worth it just to hear everyone say it. Gary. <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know, OJ was fascinating. Uh, at, yeah, I mean, but that's yeah, that movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be either I'm not your Negro or Thirteenth, and I'm leaning toward I am not your Negro. All right, so we've got a tie again. All right, so this time, OJ is heads. And oh come on now! Don't switch it up on us. We're I am. Heads. I am not your. Okay. You know what is tails. Negro is a, a legitimate word to say. It is perfect. Uh, not slang or anything. Go ahead, mm. say it. Uh, so, so we we actually could tie break this with the Vegas odds, or I could flip a coin. No, no, go with go with a flip coin. We gotta stay consistent. Okay, I didn't hear what you said. Or heads or tails? But heads is OJ. Is oh, what? <laughs> so the choice is I am not your 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 no one. We should right. just whenever there's a tie, let's just not pick Rob. It'll be faster. <laughs> it's faster. Okay, costume design. The nominees for costume design are Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. Are you? I'm just letting it lay there for silence. Huh? Uh, Keith, what's your choice? Costume design. Do we really have to ask me anymore? Are you sure those are right? Because I'm not seeing those movies in my uh, yeah. They're, list well, they're stuff. costume That's design. I had. Yeah, costume design. I see a different list also, but oh, oh that's well. weird. Maybe we. No, have you're. I mean, yeah. Now it's yeah. it's coming up differently on Google. I do apologize. I don't know what happened, uh, but the nominees actually are. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Allied, Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie, and La La Land. Gentlemen, I do apologize. Let me quickly... Oh, thanks, Jeremy. So we got, uh, once again, that is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Allied, Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie... And La La Land. All right. So while Jeremy's typing those in for us, appreciate it again. Um, uh, Gary, what's your choice? Uh, I really would like Fantastic Beasts to win this. Um, I heard Allied sucked. Mm. Uh, so I can't win. Um, and if the movie sucked, the costume. The movie that ruined Brad Pitt's marriage. Yeah. Um, this is tough because La La Land is going to win a lot of things, but there it was a modern movie with like just normal clothes. So to me, the costumes weren't that great, but they were appropriate. Um, uh, Meryl Streep is not going to win an Oscar this year, so the movie has to win something. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. Keith. Well, I was going to pick uh, Moonlighting because, you know, I've researched it all afternoon. Sorry about that. But uh, since it's no longer in the running... I, I I want to pick. I want to say La La Land just because it's going to win everything. But I agree from not having seen it that the costume designs are just normal, you know, everyday clothes. Mm-hmm. So I think in this case, I'm going to go with Fantastic Beasts. Okay, 
Uh, I'm going to go with you on it and uh, stick with Fantastic Beasts. I think for, for a Harry Potter world film, I think it was actually quite underrated. It was it was better than a lot of people think, and the costumes in it were really, really good. So I'm going to go with that one, too. It was better than some of the original Harry Potter oh, films. Oh, for sure. The first two, at least. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, round it out. Who's going to win Best Costume Design? Uh, I think it'll be Fantastic Beasts. Great. Although I can understand why La La Land wow. was nominated in that category, even though it's modern clothing, it, the style was amazing. If they take their job seriously, though. I don't see how that one can win. Because you can go to the store and basically buy those right. clothes. Right. All right. Yeah. Animated feature film: Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life as a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, the one that I thought was really. I didn't. I really want to see Kubo and the Two Strings. It looks fantastic. Um, but I'm gonna go from my niece and nephew's opinions, and they thought Zootopia was about the best film that they'd seen in a long time. And so I'm picking Zootopia. Uh, how about Jeremy? Um, I think My Life as a Zucchini is a fantastic title, and it's got to win because of that. Okay. Uh, Zootopia is a fantastic film. However, I don't think it holds a candle to Kubo and the Two Strings, even though it's, you know. Did you see Kubo? I'm just curious. Very underrated. uh, No. Okay. I'm not I'm not judging, I'm just asking. <laughs> I've heard many good things and I've seen the trailers and I really want to see Kubo and the Two Strings and I have seen Zootopia. I've seen the uh DMV scene from Zootopia about seventy thousand times and it's still hysterical. It is very funny. All very right. funny. Very Gary. Good. Very good movie. It deserves to win as well, but I think Kubo's more artistic and I think the Oscars will pick that. Okay. Gary. I have seen Moana, and it was a good movie. I've seen a lot of Zootopia, but I didn't never finished it. But that that'll win. Zootopia. Okay. Zootopia. I I think maybe something else should win, but uh, Zootopia. No, it, it was it was well, an interesting, good all around movie. I'm curious to hear. What do you think should win? Uh, I, I would think that Jeremy is right and that My Life is a Zucchini based on title lunch should win just because I want to see <laughs> some famous here. actor or something say that as the winner. Just just to see their reaction. It should win. Can I just say that this, this, this award might as well be called the Pixar Oscar because Pixar yeah. wins this every year. And it's I'm shocked that Finding Dory was not even nominated. Was it that yeah, bad a, a film? Redo. It's a reboot. It's a it's a it's a sequel. Sequels yeah, but sequels of Pixar sequels have been nominated before. Yeah, but it, they got Zootopia. Okay, I'm just yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, all right, best supporting actress. The nominees. Oh, we got the big five nominated. awards now. Best supporting actress: Viola Davis in Fences. Naomi Harris in Moonlight, Nicole Kidman in Lion, Octavia Spencer, Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. I'm going to go in order this time. Keith, what is your choice? 
Well, I'm 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 kind of shocked that Alice Beasley wasn't up there for Key. moonlighting. But, All right. Um, I got to go with the fact that <laughs> moonlight. No, um, actually, I think this is where they're going to go with the nod to hidden figures. I think Octavia Spencer is going to take it. And Octavia has won uh, four for the help. So this would be her second Oscar uh, if she would win. Jeremy. Just from the previous I've seen, <clears throat> Manchester by the Sea looks like a really powerful movie. So I'm going to pick uh, Manchester. Okay. Gary. Uh, I saw uh, Hidden Figures and uh, some Manchester by the Sea at the same time. And after the movies, we saw each other in the lobby. And they said Hidden Big, uh, Manchester by the Sea was horrible. Really? Mm. Very um, depressing, I hear. Really? Well, yeah. that's what makes it good. Um, I, yeah. Well, I, I think that I think that um, Octavia Spencer should win this. I agree with Keith. Um, I, I saw the movie, and and she was really good in that part. Um, it was a great part. It was definitely a, a great support to the main character. There were just, just so many good things about that role yeah. and the way she played it was was, was excellent. Yeah, I uh, often talk about how political the Oscars like to be in their selections, and they were really hardly harshly criticized last year for you know the whole hashtag Oscar so black controversy. Um, so white. So that white. the tendency that sorry Oscar so white. I apologize. Um, that I that uh, I think that they <laughs> would like to award this to in figures. But in this case, I think it's well-deserved because everything I hear about this movie is that it's fantastic, and I actually can't wait to see it myself. So I'm going to go with her as well, Octavia Spencer, for her double Oscar win. <laughs> All right, moving on. The Gentleman, Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali. Yes, I did look it up on how to say that. Mahershala Ali in Moonlight. Jeff Bridges, Hell or High Water. And yes, I did look up how to say Jeff Bridges. Lucas Hedges, <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel in Lion. And Michael Shannon, Nocturnal Animals. I'm going to start with Jeremy this time. Uh, let's do number five. That movie looks pretty intense. Right, so I must like have that. a good supporting actor, right? Sure. Which one's that? Uh, Nocturnal Animals. Nocturnal Animals. Um, Michael okay. Shannon. Okay. okay. Uh, Gary. Uh, Jeff Bridges, freaking amazing in Hell or High Water. Um, uh, he would be my pick out of these. Um, so I, I'm going to stick with Jeff Bridges. He, he, did, he, was, he was excellent in that movie. Okay. Hollywood loves Jeff Bridges. Uh, I'm going to do a should win, will win. Uh, should win, uh, Dev Patel. And Lion, uh, no. I heard he's really, really good. And I don't care what you say, Gary. Um, so I think he should win. However, will win. Uh, this is the one award that they give to Moonlight. It's going to be Mahershala yeah. Ali. Yep. I, I, yeah, I don't right. remember what episode he was in. I don't remember his character at all. Yes, yeah. a bit. I think he was the father, yeah? <laughs> oh, Bruce Willis's father? No. Keith. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> what do you pick? And not I'm moonlight. I'm I'm actually out of moonlight jokes. So, damn it! Um, Thank so God. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jeff Bridges on this too because, like Rob says, Hollywood loves Jeff Bridges, and it's been a while for him. Let's do it. All right, moving on. Vegas says Vegas says Mahershala Ali is gonna. Win. Hey, hey. By right. the odds are 
strong in his favor. Yeah, but you got to remember it's old people who vote for this stuff, and old people remember Jeff Bridges. They can't even say Mahershala. Best actress, Isabel Huppert for Elle. She won the Golden Globe for this. Ruth Nega for Loving. Natalie Portman, Jackie. Emma Stone, La La Land. And Meryl Streep, Florence Foster Jenkins. Gary, you're first this time. Emma Stone made La La Land a success. She stole that movie and she outshined everything else in it. So she will win the Oscar. Keith. I think anybody who doesn't pick Emma Stone is loopy. Jeremy. (laughs) What they said. Okay. Should win, will win. Uh, Should win, Emma Stone. Will win... Emma Stone, but <laughs> for but, an entirely different movie. I just want to put out there a dark horse, and if there is a dark horse in, in Meryl Streep, and say Hollywood, more than anything, I'm telling you, wants to hear Meryl Streep speak politically. They loved her at the Golden Globes, giving her a little stupid political speech. They want to hear from her again. So if they give her this award, I will not be surprised. But Emma Stone should win. They... They will but, not. Emma, no. it, the, Emma Stone, that was her movie. La La Land was Emma Stone's movie. All right. Three left to go. Best actor. The nominees are Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Vigo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic, and Denzel Washington. Fences. Keith, what's your pick? Uh, as long, much as I'd really like to give it to Vigo, uh, it's going to be Ryan Gosling for La La Land. Okay. Come uh, on, get there. There we go. Jeremy? Uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling. Gary? Ryan Gosling, in spite of playing the piano, did not overly impress me in that movie. It was always, hey, that's Ryan Gosling. Um, hey, look, Ryan Gosling can tap dance. Um, I, I I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, but I'm going to go with like kind of the general internet consensus that he can't, Casey Affleck will win this. He did win the Golden Globe. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to go with. I like, I like him when he played ones. that duck on the commercials. Oh, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Um, uh, yeah. Boy. This one, uh, this is a tough one to pick. I think that probably the tendency would be go to go with La La Land and give it to Ryan Gosling, but I don't think he's the biggest or the best part of that movie. I want to give it to one of the two greatest uh, actors of his generation, and I'm going to give it to Denzel Washington for Fences. He and he yeah, and he and Tom Cruise are are sorry, not Tom. Whoa, sorry. Scratch! I said that. Tom Hanks. He and Tom Hanks are the best <laughs> actors of generation. I cannot believe I said that. Woo! It's the wow. beer right to my head. Awesome. Right to that my head. All awesome. right, that's all right. So the pick wow. goes. The PNR pick goes to La La Land once again. Best director: Kenneth Lonergan, Manchester by the Sea. Mel Gibson, Hacksaw Ridge. Barry Jenkins, Moonlight. Denis Villeneuve for Arrival, or Dennis, 
and Damien Chazelle for La La Land. Okay, so Hollywood awarded Mel Gibson by giving him a nomination. They've sort of accepted him into their good graces, but they're not ready to really praise him just yet, so he won't get it. Uh, it's got to go. There's no way he gets yeah, it. It's got to go to Damien Chazelle for La La Land. It's just, I mean, it's got to go to him. There's no other possible choice. He gets it. Gary. Uh, La La Land, yeah, Damien Chazelle gets it just for the opening scene on the freeway in traffic alone. He gets the mm. nod for this one. Jeremy, you agree? Yep. Easy And Island. Keith. No moonlight. Sorry. Yeah, well, um, I'd love to see Mel Gibson get up there because there, there's nothing that makes an Oscar show complete without some sort of crazy, batshit craziness. And Mel's the only one in the roster this year. But, but I, I do think it's going to go to La La Land. Okay. All right. Uh, best picture. Nine nominees. This is the one where it gets all kooky and they open it up to as many films as they can get on there. Uh, the nominees are Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. So, gentlemen, tell us why you think La La Land's going to win. <laughs> why, why the hell isn't Ove on here? I need to vote for Ove again. A man called Ove. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, why are we still talking about this? La La Land had this from, from the announcement that it was being made. It's yeah. done. All right. Jeremy? Yeah, La La Land. It was, it, it was really a perfect movie. Okay. Gary, same thing? Uh, yeah, my pick would be La La Land. I do want to say that I'm really impressed that Hell or High Water made this list at all. That was a great movie. All right, so I'm going to tell you that there's going to be a write-in campaign and uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, God. Dawn of Justice. No, I'm kidding. Uh, La La Land in a walk. Uh, I have, I'd have to go back and look, but I believe, if memory serves me correctly, we have given La La Land eight Oscars. For the that sounds about right. In our show, given eight out of 14. So... Yeah. Uh, the people that can see that movie were genius because they, they thought of – they probably said, you know, what mo kind of movie would the Academy want to see? And they conceived of La La Land. It, it's a movie made for the Oscar Academy. I'm wondering uh, – yeah. I'm wondering out loud on how many uh, musicals have ever won Best Picture. I know West Side Story won – trying to think of any others oh here we go yeah, hey there we go on. uh the great zigfield an american in paris gigi west side story my fair lady the sound of music oliver and chicago so chicago was the last one to win last musical to win the best picture that was a good movie oh i love chicago seems about seems about time yeah okay uh gentlemen we have run very very long i think we'll probably skip the pick segments don't you think yeah, we already decided. Yeah, we, that we, we've agreed that in the group chat. Well, I've been, you know, kind of running the the thing here, so I didn't see that. Uh, but gentlemen, would you, we do need to give our Dale's Pale Ale its grades. So why don't we start with Mr. Jeremy? What grade do you give Dale's Pale Ale? Uh, I'm going to give this a seven. It's a really nice pale ale. I would, um, to me, like Sierra Nevada's is the 
that, that's the classic pale ale. And this is a little less hoppy than that, um, but they've did, done, done a great ba- balance of the uh, malt and the hops. Really nice beer. So I'm going to give it a seven. I'd, I'd drink it any time. Okay. Keith? Uh, I think, like I said before, I think a pale ale um, is about the balance between the malt and the hops. And so I actually like this better than Sierra Nevada's. Um, I would drink Dales over that any day, and I give it a nine. Ooh, ooh, very nice. Gary? Uh, I went to school in Chico and was weaned on Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, so I've had a lot of that. That seems but, slightly uh, illegal. Well, oh, no, whatever. Uh, so, uh, they serve it in teats. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with Keith on this one. Um, I would pick Dale's over Sierra Nevada, hands down. I'm going to give this a nine as well. It's a great pale ale and a great beer in general for a pale ale dales is uh quite good it's really i i really enjoy actually one of the few beers i have ever remember enjoying the hops and how it blends with the rest of the beer with the malt in it as keith said i'm going to give this a very very solid respectable eight uh, it's really good it's an eight and a quarter we'll take it anybody look that up on beer advocate no. Oh. Okay. Does anybody look at Beer Advocate? Beer Advocate I'm sorry, I did the wrong one. Like What's the one? Untapped, sorry. <laughs> oh, untapped. untapped yeah. I always say the wrong we'll, one. We'll, I'll look it up while you're doing your whatever it is that you do. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Dale's, Pale. Uh, Dale's Pale and Ale has a rating on untapped of four and a half bottle caps. So they rate it higher than we do. Hmm. Well, I would blame Jeremy on that one. Yeah, blame me. It's always my fault. Yeah. yeah. Bringing us down, Jeremy. All Just right. bringing us down. So, uh, Oscars will be next month, hosted by uh, Jimmy Kimmel, I believe. Any uh, any predictions as to weird stuff that's going to happen? How mu- how political do you think they'll be? Very. Yeah. Very. It's going to be the most political Oscars yeah. that we've seen. I, I mean, the, the Trump stuff is at a fever pitch now. I can't imagine what's going to be a month from now. Oh, those writers have so much material oh, to work it's gonna with. Be, it's going to be. It might as well be the Donald Trump bash show. Donald Trump roast, sponsored by the Oscars. That's 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 Saturday Night Live, so, but um, this will be a close second. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen. Any final thoughts? Build a wall. Build a wall. Make Mexico pay for it. That's good. Okay, let's end there. Thank, thank oh. <laughs> That's a horrible way to end the show. I'll take the strong stout over stride. I prefer to confer with a half pint of ale than live along life of my private parts. I'm a bad person. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Super.